First John chapter five. So far, John has talked about, well, many things, but a couple of them, Christ being the light in the darkness in the world, that God is love in the world, that he is a son, that he was the only begotten son and he had the life of God in a mortal flesh, that this sonship that he was the prototype for is so crucial to God's plan for mankind that if anyone comes against the the belief in this, he is an antichrist and that many antichrists will rise up, but that we must love each other, test the spirits to make sure that they're of God and abide in God, abide in Christ, abide in this life, live our life in him, not in the world. So starting in chapter five, Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the Father loves whoever has been born of him. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? So if you truly believe Jesus is the Christ, the anointed one, the one sent to cover your sins and make a way for you into the family of God, you are born of God. And if you love the Father, you love everyone else that's born of God. These these things are inseparable. He says, how do we know we love God? How is that proven? By obeying his commandments. We love God and obey his commandments. That's how it's clear the love of God is in us. And his commandments are not burdensome. He doesn't give us more than we can handle. He's not saying go out and convert 5,000 people or go out and lay hands and heal 1,000 people. A lot of people get caught up in those kinds of things. I'm just making up a number. But those kind of ideas... um, that, that that is no requirement. What is the requirement? Obey him, abide in him. Now, if he tells you to go out and do one of those things, well, do it. And then rely on him to do it, though. Abide in him and he'll do it if he told you that that's what he's going to do. But don't pull up your bootstraps and decide you have to accomplish all this from the Lord. That's your own flesh. Simply abide in him. Obey him. Live your life in him. And he can do things far greater than anything you can imagine. When the people came out of the wilderness into the promised land, he had them march around Jericho, an impregnable city. And they had to do the marching because he said to march. But he brought down the walls and gave them the victory. That is life in Christ, in God the Father. For everyone who's been born of God overcomes the world. We live in him, for him, through him, not of the world. And victory is this overcoming the world. Faith, by believing that he is, can, and will do this in you. This faith is so important for overcoming the world and taking another step deeper into his kingdom, into his living way, and out of the world that we are still surrounded with. And the only one who does overcome the world is the one who believes Jesus is the Son of God. There's no other way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father except through me. And 
that that's it. <laughs> it's quite simple. It takes faith and belief that he is this way and he will give us his spirit and he will lead us into this life. Verse six, this is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not by the water only, but by the water and the blood. And the spirit is the one who testifies because the spirit is the truth. For there are three that testify, the spirit and the water and the blood, and these three agree. If we receive the testimony of men, the testimony of God is greater. For this is the testimony of God that he has been, that he has born concerning his son. So he mentions the water and the blood. Well, what do these symbolize? The blood is the needed sacrifice, right? The, the law clearly pointed out that there must be a sacrifice for our sins. And that is the blood. The water is the river of life. He allows us new living springs of water, his life. And so he's both the sacrifice to pay for our past life and the river of life to come into his new life. And the spirit testifies to this in us because the spirit is the truth. So now we have three testifying, the spirit, the water, and the blood, three witnesses, and so no one can come against us. You know, the, the law requires witnesses for something important. Well, we have the three. We have the spirit in us. We have the water and the blood. If someone else doesn't recognize it, that's on them. Because we have this truth in God. And we receive the testimony of men. But the testimony of God is greater. And his testimony is in his son, Jesus. This is his proof in the world for all to see. And if we believe in Jesus, in this reality that God would create a son, that he would create many sons in mankind, then we believe in God. We believe his testimony. We believe his purpose. And we are able to enter into this thing. And that is how we bless God. If we do not believe, whoever does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed in the testimony that God has borne concerning his son. So if we don't believe in this, then we're calling God a liar. We're saying God's purposes are, are no good. We've put ourselves and our own ideas ahead of God's plan. We've said our wisdom is better than his. 11, and this is the testimony that God gave us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. So again, we can. the danger is to always assume that these things talk about after this life dies, but instead we are supposed to die to this life and take on the eternal life now. 12, whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. The more Jesus abides in you, the more you abide in him, and enter into the life of the Father, the more you have real eternal life. Not this, this dying, decaying life of the flesh, the life of Adam, but the real eternal life of God given through Christ. 13, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him. So if we have this life, the spirit of sonship in us, then we know we have eternal life. And then we have confidence towards God. And we know we've, again, we've so given him our life that we know when we pray he hears us. 
And we know that he hears whatever we ask. And so we know we, we're already thanking God for answering our prayers because we know we are living our life in him and we know we are praying in his will. And so we're not begging him to bring these things about. We're thanking him for what he's going to do because we know our prayers are within his will, that we are living our life in him as a loved son, completely in the will of the father, that what we're asking is good and appropriate. You know, we have, uh, I have different aged kids and the young one might ask, you know, crazy things all the time that he probably didn't even think he's going to get, but he might sometimes think he's going to get them. <laughs> and, uh, but the older they get, the more they, and it has partially to do with being oldest, but the more they kind of realize, well, I'm only going to ask things in line with what I'm likely to get. And it is, well, either way, it is my great joy to say yes to any such request. However, the things that are not in line with what's good for my children or what's good for the family or what's in the proper order of how we're doing things, they're going to get a quick no, right? But the things that are in line with what's good for uh, the kids and the family, well, I love granting those requests. Well, our God, our Father in heaven is far greater of a father than I am. And so as in the same way, as we live our life in him, abide in him, as we pray, and we know our prayers are in his will because we've so died to ourselves and taken on his character, his nature, his ways, and his wisdom, that when we ask something, it is completely in line with where he's leading us. Of course he's going to give it to us. And so we're, we simply pray in thanks what do you say, 15? And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him. So we, even if we don't see it yet, we know we have it. And so thank you, Lord, for doing this. Thank you for being a good God, a good father, and providing for me in all these ways. 16. If anyone sees his brother committing a sin not leading to death, he shall ask, and God will give him life to those who commit sins that do not lead to death. There is sin that leads to death, and I do not say that one should pray for that. All wrongdoing is sin, but there is sin that does not lead to death. So he says, if we see a brother going astray, then we pray for him and ask that you know he be restored, repenting and restoring. And God is good. He will give it. He says, there is a sin that leads to death, and I'm not talking about that. And, and so that's, that's complete outward and inward rebellion to the will of God and the way of God. That's, that's, not, that's not, whoops, I slept up. I, I didn't want to do that, but I did it, and I'm, I, I'm turning around. <laughs> that's, I don't care that that's God's way. I'm going my way. 18, we know that everyone who has been born of God does not keep on sinning, but he who was born of God protects him, and the evil one does not touch him. So again, if you're you're born of God, if you're living his life, if his light is rooted in you, you're growing ever closer to him. You're not going to keep on going the ways of the world. If this is new, you know, it's it's a progression. It's a growth. It's a trans, it's a slow transformation at times, but as the more of his life comes in us, the less we're going to do of, thing, of the ways of the world. And God is going to protect us. The evil one cannot touch us. 
along the way, <laughs> the evil one certainly gets a hold of us here and there, right? But the more we live in him, John promises here that the evil one cannot touch us because we are completely living in him. 19, we know that we are from God and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. So again, there's two separate worlds, two separate kingdoms. We are from God. We live in his kingdom and his world. The rest of this world, everything we can see and touch is under the power of the evil one. He is the ruler of that world. So we must abide in God and God's kingdom. Even though we still live and work and, you know, communicate and everything in this world that is under the dominion of the evil one. 20. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true and we are in him who is true in his Son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. So he says... The Son of God has come. The Spirit of Sonship has come. The Spirit of Christ has come and given us understanding of the wisdom of the Father. So we know him who is true. We are in him who is true and in his Son, Jesus Christ. Remember again, Jesus said, I am in the Father and the Father is in me. And then we are in you. We will come and abide in you when you have the Holy Spirit. He is the true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourself from idols. Don't we we idolize all kinds of things in this world, our, our flesh. We were made to worship God, but the fallen man worships all kinds of things, all kinds of weird philosophies, all kinds of uh, ways of spending our time. He says, keep away from these things. Focus on the Lord. Worship the Lord. Be filled with thankfulness to the Lord, and he will raise you up and fill you with his life, his light, his love. And that's it for today. God bless you.